Hello and welcome to the Observatory Science Centre podcasts. Today we're going to meet the Observatory Science Centre's very own astronomer, Jarvis Brand. Find out about how he first engaged with the subject of astronomy and what led him to being involved with the observatory and running the planetarium to boot. Find out how he's coped with lockdown and what he believes will happen over the next year. Thank you for listening. Welcome Jarvis. Okay, I'm Jarvis Brand. I'm here at the Observatory Science Centre and my role amongst others here is that I am the astronomer. The astronomer, the role here as the astronomer is really I'm involved a lot with the public outreach for science. Yes, we are a tourist attraction. We're not a working observatory. Everything here still works, so we can still use them for astronomy. But my role is to help engage with the public in that scientific aspect. Persuade them that they can access something that they might thought they couldn't access. My route to being at the Observatory Science Centre, well actually this goes back a long way. The first time I visited the Observatory Science Centre was before it was the Observatory Science Centre. Whilst I was still a school child, and this was still a working observatory, I actually cycled down here to visit, <laughs> and that was the first time I actually encountered it. Then I had a great interest in science and astronomy when I was at school, and I went on to university to study astrophysics. That was my first degree. Not a lot of people get a job in astrophysics, so then for a long time I was not working in astronomy. But then I came down here visiting with my family, by which time this was the Observatory Science Centre Museum, and I noticed they had opportunities for volunteers. Now, so initially I volunteered, and I didn't fall directly into volunteering with the observatory, but I joined one of the local astronomy societies who did volunteer here. Then, after a while, the opportunity came up, and they were advertising with somebody to run the planetarium. So, I applied for that position and I obtained that position. And so now, in addition to being the astronomer, I also run our planetarium, taking us out and about schools. So my day job, so to speak, is that I drive the universe. Okay, uh, where did my interest in astronomy start with? I'd have to say it started right back when I was at primary school. Um, obviously there were all those kids who were sporty and those kids who were artistic. I was always the bookworm. I was always the one who was interested in maths and hiding in the library. And when I was in primary school, the kids were given an opportunity to do a long project on anything they wanted. And I chose to do a project on the stars. It was a purely random choice. And I got interested in it. I got really interested in it. And it's an interest that stayed with me ever since. Yeah. Um, so this was an interest which was kind of initiated by the teacher suggesting go and pick a project. So I hid amongst the pile of books and that was what I said, right, I'll do this. And it was then fostered by my family. Now my family didn't have any scientific background, but my father was perfectly happy for me to go and buy a telescope. And so I had this telescope, which by most standards now is fairly terrible, but by standards then it was really quite a good telescope. 
and it allowed me to actually explore and see what I could discover for myself. So it's an interest that was fostered initially by teachers at primary school, then by my family. And then I just fell into those sets of people who reinforced those interests until, as I say, I ended up at university studying astrophysics and then eventually here hiding amongst the trees and domes of the Observatory Science Centre. Okay, while I was at university, obviously, I was surrounded by a whole group of people who were similar mindsets. I went to Birmingham University, which offers a specialism in astrophysics. But it's not a big course. Most of the people there studying it were physics. There was a small group of about 20 people or so who would be on the astrophysics route. So it was a very selective group amongst that. And yes, obviously, by its nature, we're all geeks together. <laughs> you know, we're all doing similar things with similar background interests. <laughs> when I started volunteering and helping at the observatory, that was with the local astronomy society. So at that point, we would use our own small amateur telescopes out on the lawns. No, I wasn't using the big telescopes. It wasn't until I started working at the observatory that I was actually able to start using the big telescopes that we still have in the domes here. And obviously it's still a great joy to be honest when you can get your hands on one of those massive telescopes and actually see what that can do compared to my little telescopes that I have at home. <laughs> um, when I'm not doing astronomy here I do have a lot of technical interests, so there's a lot of stuff I'll do with computers and uh, construction things. And I'm very much hand-on. There's a lot of construction things I could do myself. It's quite surprising how many bits of equipment I can end up building. Some of the bits of equipment that I've used for demonstrations at the observatory have been built in a wonderful tinkering zone in my shed in the back garden. You know, um, usually there's an explosion of uh, sawdust and plastic and electronics whilst I create something. <laughs> so as I said, my day job is generally running the planetarium, taking it out about schools. Sometimes we operate it here when visitors come in here. And one of the things I love about that is the ability to engage. There are two points I think fantastic with the planetarium. Now planetarium, just let's clarify that. It's a 360 immersive cinema projection, except we'll take you in there, we're not going to show you a film. We show you the entire universe. Whilst the audience sit in a circle, which there's enough space, you'll often find they lie down and stare up, we can show the heavens above them. And there's a wonderful, glorious moment, almost every presentation, when the lights come down, the sun sets, the stars emerge, and there is a collective intake gasp of breath from the audience. Because most people don't see the stars as they should be seen. Most people are afflicted by light pollution. They can't. So we can overcome that in our planetarium. We can take you to sites that usually are not available. But the other thing that I really love about planetarium, and yeah, I was asked if there were any anecdotes. I was often asked, you must get some stupid questions. And I've got to say, very rarely, very rarely do you get stupid questions. You get naive questions, questions where people don't know it. But most people dismiss their own knowledge. Very few people have outright stupid questions. I don't know, can you explain, is not a stupid question. 
is the start of a conversation. The question that we are asked sometimes is, do you actually still do any research here? And at this, this particular part of the site where I am sitting right now, the answer is no. The telescopes we've got here are historic. Magnificent to visit, magnificent to use if you get the opportunity, but they're not something that we're going to use for serious research astronomy. Uh, on a personal basis, I've been doing a lot of teaching work uh, whilst I've been out because obviously I'm able to teach remotely. There's a great advantage of a lockdown like this compared to Spanish flu of 100 years ago. <laughs> Don't think they had Zoom in 1918. Is that we can still stay in touch. We can still do that whole educational outreach bit, albeit with constraints, but we can still do it. I can step outside of my front door and I've got several thousand acres that we can stroll across. So there's been a lot of, um, should we say, long country walks going on and a lot of uh, hiding in the study, creating things uh, which may or may not see the light of day. I hope they will see the light of day. I've got some brilliant ideas for things we can do in the planetarium going forward and I look forward to be able to actually do those. Going forward how's the world going to be in a year from now for us? It's going to be a bit difficult to judge. I mean yes we can see lockdowns going to be lifted you know science has done a lot for its own reputation with vaccination programs being rolled out and so on but we might still have social distancing and face masks being, you know, de rigueur for the next year or so. Will that make a difference? It's difficult to say how, how, just how adaptable are people? I suspect that literally people will largely overcome those difference, difficulties and will just carry on as though that is the normal. It is the normal. It is, as they put it, the new normal. Will it have an effect on us on a day-to-day -day basis? Probably not. These things too will pass, I think is the phrase. So going forward, well, as I said, I don't know. But, as I often say to a lot of the groups I meet, a lot of the children I meet when they're visiting schools, a lot of the visitors whom I meet when they come here, that answer I don't know should really be changed. It's we don't know yet. Thank you for listening to our podcast with Jarvis Brand. If you'd like to find out more about the Observatory Science Centre, then why not head to our website www.the-observatory.org. Till next time.